0: twice is great you know what they say all of them say it back with a vengeance <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> back with a bloodthirsty vengeance it's the good friends podcast
1: yeah you know what they say
0: i love anything that's with a vengeance <laughs> like you just i just love, love you vengeance. love the
1: vengeance yeah revenge kind of uh any kind of that
0: content you're I on board fucking love revenge I love revenge so much but vengeance is different like vengeance is so dramatic <laughs> revenge is like sneaky vengeance is like my father's name won't be scorned in this country that's like vengeance whereas revenge is like oh. I'll marry my like Like, ex-best friend's ex-husband. That's, Mm. like, revenge, you know?
1: (laughs) Right. So if Rula uses, like, your eggs, Mm -hmm. you'll take revenge on Rula by, like, using her milk or something.
0: Right. But, like, vengeance would be, like... Vengeance would be if I, like, knocked her out and when she woke up, I'd, like, had her ovarian eggs removed. (laughs) And was like, Now you shall... Think twice about right. how you treat one's eggs.
1: That's pretty rough, dude. You made rule a Baron.
0: <laughs> well, I like scrambles with three eggs. She knows this. You leave me with two, that's half a breakfast. Oh you feel me? I also feel like when yeah, you engage uh, in vengeance, your voice like goes into that tone. Hmm. Like you're like I'm just funny, so like, upset. I don't know. I'm just so. Ugh! It makes me so angry. I must do something. Like you just go into like a snaky ass accent.
1: Yeah. Have you ever had a chance to like, re- like enact revenge upon somebody for something? Oh. Like when the last time you were slighted.
0: Oh my god, wait. So do you mean like, okay, like, like when's the last time I had a revenge fantasy or the last time I like actually got revenge? When's the last time
1: you actually re- got revenge on someone?
0: Oh my fucking god, when was the last time I got some like sweet <laughs> ass revenge on someone? Um, oh my god, I don't know. I wish I could think of it. It means I don't get revenge enough, for sure.
1: This These are really, I yeah. Enough. Clearly, and this is something that you would savor, I would imagine. Yeah, was, definitely.
0: Know. Definitely. This is something that would come to me immediately. This is this is embarrassing that I don't have enough, like, revenge stories. Maybe it's because, like, my Blessing. idea of, like, revenge is, like, such an intricate plot where it's like, babe, like, don't worry about it. Like, it's totally cool that you, like, canceled our plans, like, five minutes before <laughs> I, like, arrived in Midtown. Um, It's chill. Yeah, no worries. And then I hang up and I'm like... I need two years, her social security, a lighter strong enough to burn fingerprints, and a Toyota Camry. And basically two years from now, like, I steal their identity, undo their entire life from the inside, and then watch as it unravels as a friend.
1: Oh, man. Dude, Midtown's not even that far away from where you live. (laughs)
0: Like yeah babe for sure it's totally okay that it came all the way to you know 59th street on the express train turns up like, like while I'm on the stops. phone like <laughs> don't even worry about it like grabs lighter for a bag starts burning fingertip <laughs> these 10 friends of mine that I call fingers will be coming in handy <laughs> Boy, <dude. laughs> like literally at, at really high school. Yeah, stakes are high. Like, hey, I might be a little late. Like, for sure. Don't worry about it. By the way, what are you doing in 2019? Don't plan too much abroad. Like, mm-hmm. Ugh, I don't know. I feel like revenge is so, revenge is so good. I love, I love revenge. I need to do yeah. more revenge. It's- should, for my birthday this year, should I ask for more revenge? Hmm.
1: It should just be your revenge year. You know how they have like the golden year when you turn the age that your day, yes, yes. day is on? Yes, yes.
0: Yes, yes. Should the, I do just, revenge just year? Just turning,
1: Yeah, turning 29 can be revenge mm-hmm. year.
0: Yeah, should this be the year of revenge? La- like yeah, two years, last 30. year or no, two years ago is when I wanted to be feared. Right. And this oh, is year is years where years I revenge. That was two years ago.
1: Oh, man. That's felt like it's like maintained its. <laughs> the theme through up until this point.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think you pick revenge as a birthday theme unless you're still carrying a desire to be feared. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still inherently unfulfilled from 2016. <laughs> that 2018 <laughs> need be revenge based.
1: Dude, this person who has this life of needing to be feared and revenge—that's like a—it's a dark soul. Yeah, who's
0: that person? Like, I don't recognize them, especially because I took on someone else's identity two weeks ago as part of a two-year plan to fuck them over after they saw a movie without me that they said they'd wait for. Damn, dude, hmm. that's what you get. So
1: that's what you're. The last two weeks since we last talked, that's what you've mm-hmm. been up to.
0: Yeah, planning various revenges. Um, I revenge, yeah, just revenging so hard. I've also recently received a movie pass, which has been interesting. So, had to wait a hot minute for it to arrive. There was definitely delays. And I've used it twice, and every single time I'm convinced it's a scam. And it works, every time. But I'm just like, what's the catch, bitch? That's me every single time I walk into a theater.
1: I have an idea that can that can kind of like fold revenge and movie pass into one mm-hmm. if you're interested. Here's yeah, you I'm do. listening. Someone who you want to enact revenge on. First convince them to get Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. Okay? So okay. They sign up. Then you write a fraudulent email from a fraudulent email account that makes it sound like you're an employee for Movie Pass and say, <laughs> "I'm sorry, sir. We had to deactivate your card." We found out that you're a child molester. <laughs> then they'll be embarrassed and their movie pass won't work.
0: From moviepass at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. dear customer, yes. it turns yes. out our records indicate that you are a child <laughs> molester. And as a pervert, you don't get one of these. So don't yeah. expect a card. The- <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, then, and then if you ever get caught, you can like have a calling card and your name can be The Revengers.
0: Oh the my Revengers. god, <laughs> the Revengees.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Revenge. The
0: Revengees, Also you know that from you it'd be like, I Dare you to try to cross me now? And the minute the authorities got involved, I'd be like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like this got just like so out of hand, and like I was just—I I was like just kidding. I don't know. I was just fucking kidding. I'd like freak out. My favorite part of that revenge is that at a certain point, <laughs> their, their, their movie pass would like arrive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, I mean, And they'd be I know, too scared like, if to they use ever, it? If they ever checked up on that, like, the plan wouldn't work. Right. Because <laughs> then they would just be like, why did I get this weird email? <laughs> if, it might like, be easier to, like, <laughs> yeah, it might be easier to do it through the mail, the mail mail, not email. Yeah,
0: I think mail you mail, know? yeah, because I think with the minute they get something from moviepass at gmail.com and then, like, support at moviepass, they'll be like, okay. <laughs> what What is that noise? Are you eating cereal?
1: No, I don't know. I think it's because the mic on my headphones that's plugged into the phone is scratching against the laptop.
0: Is it so it's so not those Bluetooth headphones head. that you know I
1: I loathe? No, these are the old school wired ones.
0: God is good.
1: Can you can you hear it now? It's gone, right?
0: It's gone now, right? Yes, it's gone now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> it sounded the that's way the my brain sounds when I'm eating cereal while watching a movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I hate that.
0: Like I you're literally, like, I'm gonna watch it.
1: this show, and then you're like,
0: yeah, and you're like, I your can't, I don't know what just happened on this show. That <laughs> happened to Hadass. Hadas got so high and watched Inception and was eating like so much cereal during it because she got the munchies. And when it was over, she was like, oh I couldn't hear anything. Like, like she couldn't follow the movie, but not because it was confusing, but because she's like, I couldn't hear.
1: <laughs> it's so true though. That happens all the time. Seems like such a good idea.
0: I know. I mean, there was a time where I was, like, so high watching Grey Gardens about, like, the Kennedy, like, Jackie O's, like, cousins. But I could not understand their weird, like, New England recluse accent. And I was just, like, constantly rewinding it, being like, wait, what? Like, what did they say? Like, um, wait, what? Like, I couldn't understand anything. It was so brutal. Say hi. Mm. You love that. You know what? Yeah, it's just part of the part of the part game. Of the
1: American lexicon, I guess. End you of know, part truth. of the game. End of the truth. Even those weirdos in middle of nowhere, in New England.
0: Right. <laughs> like literally, in re- like in like a ramshackled mansion. I was like, oh god. Yeah. God is good. Really, it
1: turned out that our our largest audience base was in New England.
0: Or was in the Grey Gardens, was like the people who squat in the Grey Gardens house exclusively.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of squatters. What if squatters really love us?
0: I would love if squatters loved us. I'd ask them for help on revenge tactics. Squatters, if you're listening, I have a really fun (laughs) job.
1: That's such a good idea because they're off the grid, you know?
0: Exactly. Squatters, I have one thing to tell you. 125th to 59th Street, and I get canceled on... Two seconds before I walk through the door. Meet me at Penn Station. I have a job. I need two
1: years. (laughs) They're off the grid. No way to track them. There's no way. I work for cash. Yeah. Wait,
0: what do you think about me doing like an Into the Wild thing?
1: Which I didn't actually, I don't know what Into the Wild's about. So that reference is about somebody who,
0: it's about somebody, Chris McCandless. Who abandons everything he oh, has and oh, knows? Oh, oh, oh,
1: Dude, I know that one. I thought you yeah. were talking about. I thought you were talking about that play, that musical where that's oh into, into the, the woods. woods. Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, into yeah, the wild. Chris McCandless. That. What do you think? Yeah, should yeah. I do into the wild?
1: You doing an into the wild play?
0: No, should I like do what Chris McCandless did?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull a pull a pull a McCandless. That's pull a, a popular, McCandless.
0: Popular yeah. term. Yeah. Should a I make candle this like this whole thing? Should I just, like, make candle it?
1: Where are you going to go to be McCandless? What,
0: what's, like, really scary? Somewhere where I could be, like, mm. scared. Like, do you think I could survive, like, a an Into the Wild moment?
1: No, you would die instantly. Almost instantly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Imagine me fighting like off a not,
1: bear. <laughs> no. No.
0: You know what's you funny? Have a he...
1: chan- you, have a <laughs> you have a better chance of seducing the bear. And like (laughs) getting the bear to work for you than you do of like fighting and and, like beating a bear.
0: Yeah, I feel like a bear would, yeah, my intro to the wild would be a bear would growl at me and it'd be like, look, buddy, I have something that can help us both. This world (laughs) forgot about both of us. Let's work together. And I have the bear as ammo. But yeah, he also you know died in a very raw <laughs> way, which was he just like ate the oh. wrong berry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really did. you're
1: right. Well, would you do that? I feel like you would get anxious and stop eating the berry halfway through.
0: Yeah, you're right. I'd be like, I can't, I but I'd talk about it for 2 days <laughs> whether or not <laughs> to eat the berry. <laughs> and then yeah, I'd see like Cheez-Its.
1: You're right. Yeah, you would sustain. I think you would have made it through. Maybe that's not a bad idea. You're probably a better survivalist than I thought.
0: Because I eat like a bird.
1: yeah you eat like a thing a day like one square inch of grain is like the amount you consume per hour so you are
0: not wrong yesterday i had literally like a half a bagel at five o'clock and then nothing else and like i was like a mess on sunday not like sick but i was just like gone absolutely gone that's cool though it was a treat it was something
1: i bet you had fun did you have fun
0: I did have fun. It was a very great time. But here's something going to connect to something we were talking about, something we're about to talk about. The plan mm-hmm. was, I went so I went and saw um, Café Müller and, uh, and the Rite of Spring, these two dance pieces, put it on by Pina, choreographed by Pina Bausch. They okay. performed them at the BAM, and it was beautiful. It was lovely. And then around five-ish, it was over. I had my half a bagel, which apparently was all I was going to have that day. Even though next I went to a barbecue, and um, I got to the barbecue, and the plan was that at a certain point we were gonna depart and go see Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me at Metrograph downtown. And bafflingly, Metropa- Metrograph works with Movie Pass. Okay, this is one of the best okay. things for for those people. Do you know Movie Passes? Do our listeners know Movie Passes? I would hope they do. Uh, but yeah, like it's like a monthly
1: subscriber service, right?
0: Yeah, it's like a monthly subscriber service, basically, and, like, you pay a certain amount of money a month, and you get to see unlimited movies, one movie every 24 hours, a full 24 hours. So if you see a movie at 7 p.m. one day, you can't see a movie before, the, like, the 7.05 showing the next day. It has to be a full 24 hours, right? Um, and this has been around for a while. I've always been tempted by it, but it used to be $50 a month, then it became 35 a month, and then recently it became $10 a month. Okay, oh my god, really? It's crazy, Yes. Um, and what's great about it, at least in New York, is that it's not just like big theater chains, it's a lot of like smaller independent cinemas like the Angelica, um, IFC, the BAM has a movie theater that it works for, Lincoln Center, um, and Metrograph, there's like two screen Nickelodeon. But the problem, the way that MoviePass works is you have to be uh, within a hundred feet uh, or a hundred meters or something of the theater in order to buy tickets for an event. So you can't. You can't buy tickets early on MoviePass. You have to be like, it's like uh, GPS based, right? So you have to be close by it. You can whoa. only buy it on the day of, which is, this has mostly not been a problem for me so far, but it was sold out because I couldn't get there in time to do it. So I ended up staying longer at this barbecue and as a result proceeded to drink and smoke like so much more than I anticipated to the point where I was just like. That's, like, the noise I kept making every time someone, like, asked me a question. I was, like, a car <laughs> Um, But so that was, like, that's, like, one of the only negatives about MoviePass. It's not quite a negative because it's, like, still a really incredibly, just, like, an incredible deal. And I really think you should do it because I I just think you would see so many more movies if you did it like that. Um, here's, but,
1: here's my problem, okay? Yeah, here's, what's I'm, the I'm problem? I'm going to tell you. Well, no, actually, I live right down the street from a movie theater, never mind.
0: Bitch! What was your problem going to be? You never well, want to go to a theater?
1: No, but I just think there's not enough good content available to, like, justify it.
0: Well, not, well it, de- it depends what theaters um, MoviePass works for um, near you. I mean, being in New York has an advantage where I'm near, like, right. there's like a billion sense. good theaters all playing a billion different types of movies, so I can see, like, everything from, like... Like a Sundance movie or like something that was like showing at Cannes and is like only running, or like an old film that I just like want to see in theaters again, but like haven't everything. And also, but the crazier thing is that even if you just go once, it's still cheaper than a movie ticket, at least over here. True, ten dollars.
1: Yeah, it's ten bucks over here too.
0: And yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, but how much? Paid. But how much is a movie ticket over there right now?
1: Yeah, ten. It's ten.
0: Oh, still movie tickets are still ten. Yeah, we're in?
1: yeah. well, at least it's the Fairfax Christ. Theater. That's so rad. Maybe okay,
0: well, then it doesn't probably save you that much, but also still pretty yeah. awesome. Still pretty awesome.
1: If we saw, I feel like if I had it, I would be like, I gotta see a movie today, which would be cool because seeing movies in theaters
0: is pretty awesome. It's the best, and you're nearing like a good time of year. A lot of good stuff's coming out. Um, and I was bummed. Yeah. I really wanted to see Fire Walk with me. This was the one hiccup for, um, I didn't anticipate it would sell out, I guess, because it's an older film, but have it you does seen that lead to. Yeah, I've, I have seen it before, of course. Um, have you seen it? No, I've never seen it. You never saw it. Okay, so this is a great segue into a long delayed conversation on Twin Peaks, which really Foreign required Parks. that you watch the movie. I think. No, not even I think. I know. It's a fact. Right? That movie was very important to the yeah. entire endgame of Tuarnu Parku, the return.
1: But it's not like it uh you know, it's not like it's gonna like really uh, you know it's it it's like a heavy influence on the series but it doesn't like connect any dots of for the narrative, right?
0: No, it definitely connects major dots for the narrative.
1: Oh, really? Uh, I'd say
0: more so than the TV show
1: even. Huh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Keep definitely. Keep continue your spiel.
0: So, well, the question is how do we talk about <laughs> the talk about this show? Should I just should I just say what my reaction was, which was that I literally loved the finale so much and, like, couldn't stop crying.
1: <laughs> yeah, I bet. I was, like, I bet the entire time I was watching it with Pam and I was, like, I bet fucking Rod is fucking, like, loving it right now.
0: <laughs> Wait, were you really? I'm going to throw myself into traffic. Yeah. yeah. While every you time, were, what, just fuming?
1: There, yeah. Yeah. I, no, I wasn't fuming, but every time there was some, like, crazy weird scene where it's just, like, taking way too long and it's, like, dude, this scene is so long. I would look at him and be like, fucking Rod is, like, loving this right now. Yeah, I
0: literally was just, like, pumping lotion into my hand and just, like, literally just, like, <laughs> 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 like, getting off to it. Yeah. So, yeah. so Twin Peaks ended. It ended a couple weeks ago. I quite literally still am not over it. I'm thinking about it constantly. Um, I thought about it last night when Laura Dern won an Emmy for Big Little Lies, which was, like, awesome, yeah. and I'm really happy about that. And I was... Thinking about how much I wish I could give her an Emmy for her role in Twin Peaks, which is she's so good in it. Um, she's so bizarre, and she's just like looks like a scarecrow. That woman is like so fascinating. I could stare at her forever. She's it's, so
1: weird. She she looks so different in both of the in Big Little Lies and Twin Peaks.
0: So different, you know, in my opinion. She's such a good actress. But yeah, so overall, Twin Peaks ends with a two hour finale that's actually two episodes kind of screen back to back. I think they're meant to be watched back to back. I think the movie or I think the show is meant to be watched like truly in like in like a fo- like in 4 hours. I-, I don't know. I think in like either 3 hours, like 13 hours and 2 hours <laughs> or you're I- or you're supposed to watch the first four. I don't know. I was trying to think hours. of like the 13 hours I think not straight. Like my god, like absolutely right. not straight. Okay, okay. But I do yeah. think that the first 3 or 4 you should watch almost straight and endure. And I think the finale, the last two episodes are best watched back to back. Because like the the way I would describe the final episode of Twin Peaks is it's sort of like, it literally is like a bow being like tied and then like untied. (laughs) Like, you know, when you like pull like one string of a shoelace and the whole thing kind of unravels. That's what those two episodes feel like. like, They are one... Fluid motion in it's which true. like both of those things happen at once, kind of, and they're it's true, it's true. It's better to watch. So, what did you think? You that's tell true. me what you thought, because I don't want to just praise it. Because it's also it was well,
1: tough. <laughs> there there were some really tough moments to get through, and when I say tough, I don't mean like uh, this is like really gory or violent
0: or, or emotional. Like,
1: so, some 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 like sexual abuse scene that's really horrible. It's just like boring at points. Mhm. It's very kind of like slow and you know it's very like feels like an art house film and
0: kind Wait, of, but which know, which scenes? <laughs> which scenes are the finale? Well, I just felt like the finale was I Oh, just in was the finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about that cuz the, fact, oh, the okay, show there. definitely has. I mean, let's talk about the finale uh, first and then let's go back and try to figure out think, what it meant for the rest right. of that boring shit. Uh
1: well, so the finale, are you, the first hour like you said is kind of like was more of like a wrap up like okay, here's like you know, we're going to, like, make sure Dougie Jones goes back to his family, and we're going to make sure that that Bob, the, the evil Dale, gets killed and whatever. Yeah. Dale's uh, awoken. So he's going to come like, back cool. to Twin
0: Peaks. Right.
1: It was so weird. Like, the the British guy with the green fist. What was that about? That was so weird. That's, right. It's like an, oh, a weird... But I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was... Like, I I enjoyed the, the moments with him, and I enjoyed the... Whenever they had the scene of the... Uh, so the lady with no eyes in the jail cell, and that super messed up drunk guy was on yeah, camera. Yeah, Billy, we really love that. That yeah. guy was tight.
0: Billy reminded me of you. Thoughts? Mm,
1: tight. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Okay. Okay. But like, wouldn't you say the second half or the second hour of the finale, the two hour ending? Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny, like. After the, like, final scene where Dale Cooper goes, what year is it? I was, I was having, like, a little bit of a, huh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. But then the more I think about it, I just think, like, I kind of think, like, David Lynch wants to, like, keep it open for another season or something.
0: A lot of people think this, but, like, I don't think he, can- like, just by virtue, literally another cast member died. Harry Dean Stanton literally died this weekend <laughs> he died on yeah, yeah. friday or saturday i mean he i choose to think of this as the end of the show personally i do he could have well, a third season well, but i don't know i don't see that happening i don't see that to be i don't see it, that to be the thing
1: is it just like a lynchian thing of like oh he hates it when when people like understand the the true meaning of stuff so he just like ends it on a question of frustrate people
0: well, I don't know. I mean, okay. So here's here's my thought. I feel like I feel like a lot of people sort of try to understand like why this ending is frustrating or like what his intention is with this kind of storytelling. Whereas I actually think that like to him, this is like a type of closure. It's just not like positive closure. Like what happens at the end, how? How specific should we get? With the, I'm gonna keep it vague. I'm gonna keep just, it vague, but. Just- but in the first hour of the Twin Peaks finale, um, a, an evil spirit that has like overtaken the body of the main character of the original show and essentially duplicated him, um, the evil spirit that inhabits that body is like defeated. This character that we've been following and waiting for and hoping would return to Twin Peaks does. He doesn't do the defeating, but he observes it and like aids it and allows it to happen. And like he's reunited with like sort of something equivalent to a love interest. Like, Diane isn't quite a love interest, but, like, she kind of is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's this moment where basically everything, in as, as much as the show has a narrative, like, it reaches its, sort it, it gets figured out, right? But all of this happens in the first 30 minutes of the first hour of the finale. Like, like, like this doesn't yeah. even, that doesn't even last through the first half. Like, at a certain point, and this is, like, one of my, like, fav- this is, like, one of my favorite parts, like, the spirit has been eradicated. You now have this character, Dale Cooper, like who wakes up essentially from this like fugue state. He's been in all season in someone else's body, having completely absorbed and knowing everything that's going on. And at one point, like his face is like superimposed on to the screen and stays there kind of dimming at times and like coming back to over like the, over like a good 15, 20 years of the yeah, scene yeah. that follows. Um, And what effect this causes, essentially, is as if the face that's, like, superimposed on the screen is, like, imagining everything else that's happening. It almost makes, like, every scene that you're watching feel like a dream, which is kind of the effect, like, the whole show has. And all of this, like, leads us back to, like, this grand plan that Dale Cooper has developed to try to prevent the murder of Laura Palmer, which is like the catalyst for this entire show from ever having happened. And so he is sort of like sent back through time and he enters a scene from Fire Walk With Me. So that's why I was I was wondering if you were confused, because that scene that Dale Cooper enters is from the movie. And Wait, wait, wait.
1: The scene the scene where the scene where they're walking through the woods.
0: Where they're walking through the scene where Laura Palmer is with James and she's like crying and runs into the oh, woods yeah, off of his yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, from the movie. Right, right. But okay. Dale Cooper interrupting her journey and taking her with him is, is from this show. So right. So even though like the, mo- the the sort of like, you know like like the narrative beats of the season get wrapped up within the first thirty minutes of the finale and the second thirty minutes of that first hour. Um, are dedicated to, like, the fulfillment of a plan that Dale Cooper had that we were not privy to, which is that he just went back in time and what happens is he, like, touches Laura Palmer and we see old clips from the show in which her body disappears. Basically, like, Laura Palmer never dies. He makes it so that Laura Palmer Mm -hmm. never dies. And he says he's going to take her home. And he's, like, pulling her through the woods and then suddenly this, like, evil spirit, which we've identified as Judy, which is inhabited... Laura Palmer's mother, um, oh. like suddenly, can almost I think like cosmically like feel that something is askew and like her she like takes out her rage by like smashing this piece of glass on this like really famous prom photo or like school portrait of Laura Palmer and the minute she does this, Laura Palmer disappears in the woods and mm. she, you know. Dale Cooper is, like, dragging her, but, like, she vanishes. And we just hear her, like, screaming into the ether. And, like, it's unclear what exactly right. has happened. And then Dale Cooper, like... that—that That is where the first hour ends. So basically the first hour ends with this, like, plan... M- like, mid-plan, suddenly there's, like, a hiatus. And then the second mm-hmm. hour is when it becomes, like, a motherfucking trip, bitch! Where he, yeah, like... Yeah. That's where it gets, yeah. like, really crazy. So then in the second hour... Dale Cooper like goes is like is attempting to travel through <laughs> to travel through. It's not quite space time. Space time, right? Like it's not time travel. It's sort of like a dimen- like a dimensionality. Like he's going into like another realm or something. But it's a re- it's our world. Yeah. It's like basically I think parallel Twin Peaks posits world. a parallel world. Posits multiple realities. One in which like time and space bend and thus create like multiple different iterations of the same. Reality to a degree, yeah. or maybe you can change change it. Uh, unclear. So he goes into this like alternate dimension w- that really resembles our world in the way that like well,
1: and he goes in, and the way he crosses the threshold is by doing it with Diane.
0: So they, so he crosses it through. He's driving with Diane when he crosses it. He oh, goes oh, that
1: electric oh, portal. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh. But yeah, a sexy right. with Diane really like infers that they... So what happens is then there's this sexy with Diane that's, like, really sad because, like, Diane cannot, like... He's trying to cover his face because he's sort of, like, dead behind the eyes. And, like, what happens Uh, is that when Dale Cooper, like, crosses into this other world, he's now going by the name Richard. Like, he's a new person. And he goes to find... Laura Palmer in this world and take her home but now she's going by a different name and he takes Laura yep. Palmer all the way home which is his like big journey I mean the show's called the return like he's like returning her home they get mm-hmm. there someone completely different lives there they've never heard of a Sarah Palmer they like sort of like back away from the house um they're like looking around Dale Cooper who through this whole show this season and every other season is like written as like somebody who is just like, entrenched with, like, the cosmic, like, currents of the universe. And is just, like, he trusts his dreams. He knows. He he knows. He, like, like always knows what's going on.
1: Always got the answer. He's always Always. got an answer. He's, like, Mr. Go-To.
0: Right. He's always, always has the answer, which is why it's amazing that this show essentially ends with him asking a question. Like, it's there. He's, like, confused. He doesn't know what's going on. And, like, suddenly his question is, like, what year is it? And then Laura Palmer, who does not know, like, you know, Dale Cooper's asking her a lot of questions, none of which she can recite. The same actress who plays Laura Palmer is playing this woman that Dale Cooper is convinced must be Laura, right? Yeah. Then she screams, and we, like, cut to black. So this, to, like, a layman who's listening, doesn't, like, make much sense. But to me, like, this ending is this, like, rumination on how, like, cycles are kind of, like, unstoppable. No matter, like, how much we attempt to, like, change change not just change things it's like prevent bad things from happening or to like try to stop evil there is some type of inevitability some type of course correction that happens no matter what and laura palmer in any universe was destined for a tragic life whether she died at 16 or whether she was like a 40 something year old woman being dragged to like true This home. Because he
1: got her out of, like, a really dark situation, too. That Yeah.
0: Whoever that woman is, even if it's not Laura Palmer, like, if it's just, like, the essence of Laura Palmer, like, her life is just as gnarly as Laura Palmer's fate Mm -hmm. was at 16, right? And what happens in that moment is, like, the, you know, the last moment is her screaming. It's almost as if she suddenly, like, remembers where she is, recognizes where she is, and, like, the entire, like, this entire reality is, like, collapsed on itself in some way.
1: Um, it's all a big it's all a big like uh, uh, wouldn't you say this is all kind of like an allegory for like uh, uh, sexual abuse in the home
0: yeah I don't know I definitely think it's an yeah for sure for some type of trauma certainly I think like This is definitely about trauma. Even if you don't go directly to sexual abuse, even though that is the thing that happens the most with Laura Palmer, and I mean, sexual abuse comes up multiple times. Like Laura Dern gives this like amazing monologue as, um, as like a certain person. I mean, it is Diane, but it's like not Diane, and rape factors into that. And like this show has a really the one thing that makes this show, for instance, like to me like way more. The way, this, the way Twin Peaks uses rape instead of, let's say, something like Game of Thrones from the sound of it is, like, you're never sure that, like, rape is always seems, like, in a lot of film and TV to be, like, a sensational way to show, to show, like, awful activity. Does that make sense? Like, it's yeah. sort of, like, like, no movie or show in its right mind is ever, like, portraying rape as, like, good. But it is portraying it. And it's making you look at it, and it's sensationalizing it the way you do with sex and violence, even when you're saying it's mm-hmm. like bad, right? But mm-hmm. Twin Peaks, because it's such like a kind of literal show, and so like obsessed with the idea of like good and evil, it really depicts rape as being like an act of pure evil, like and only mm-hmm. evil is respond, and like it only like yeah, only evil is responsible for it in some way. Mm-hmm. So like the spirit mm-hmm. of Bob like rapes people. Um, And, you know, what's his name? Richard Horn, like, the child of Audrey, who's, like, like, super evil, is the product of a rape. It's insinuated that he's, like, the product of a rape. Um, Uh And so, like, when she... So I do think that, like, the show is definitely, like... Of all the traumas, it posits that rape is perhaps, like, the most violent, the most dark. Like, it doesn't get more evil than that. But the show as a whole just feels like it is largely about, like... Just, like, trauma. Like, how do you... Yeah, how do you process? Like, how do you get back to a certain way of living if you even can? And I think the show says, like, you can't really ever, ever go back. It's a surprisingly grim. It was a really grim ending. (laughs) I was really, I really cried. It was, it was. It was so Hmm. sad. I thought it was so devastating. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I still can't. Were you like, no? I literally, I'm not kidding. I was slack- jawed when it ended my jaw was just like literally like open and the room was just like quiet yep. and i was like "Hmm." i just couldn't believe it it was just so it was also brutal because when dale cooper crosses over and becomes this um becomes richard. this like richard guy he's so he's so cold he's not evil but he's not like jovial either he's it's almost as if like this person has, like, sacrificed himself and has allowed himself to be copied so many times into so many different iterations and used for so many different purposes that, like, whatever remains of the source code is, like, somehow lacking. Like, he's he's sort of just, like, dull to the world and, like, I don't know. It just felt like everybody ends up in a sort of tragic... Or, like, him and Laura, who are, like, sort of cosmically connected through the show forever, or have been always... Both seem to always be seem to be in a bad place at the end of it. It's so it's a sad ending, but it's also one of one of like the best things I've ever seen in my life. Literally, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, do you, think what that, did you think were you satisfied at all?
1: Uh, well, uh, I mean, I think when I think about it now, it's like as much as I could have expected from a David Lynch like eighteen hour epic eighteen so, yeah uh, but yeah I mean Dale Cooper so the whole scene of him in the when he goes into like the the diner and kind of does that whole scene you're saying it's because like a part of him is like kind of evil now yeah or there's
0: yeah or rather that there's a lot of clues throughout the show that like This, like, idea that he's, like, inhabited by an evil spirit and no part of Dale Cooper remains, I think, is, like, incorrect. Like, there's a scene where Philip Jeffries, who's this character played in the movie by David Bowie, but is instead played here by an electric tea kettle, literally, (laughs) um, is, like, speaking to Evil Coop. And he was, like, and Evil Coop references something that only Dale Cooper knows. And Philip Jeffries, the teapot, is, like... Is like, ah, so there is, like, so you are still in there, or like, oh, so that is you. So I think, like, the implication from that episode on to me always was that this is a version of him for sure. And it's been coerced and infected and made evil, but it is still inherently Dale Dale Cooper. And so when we see him in this, like, alternate reality, or not even alternate reality, when we see him traverse into the, like, other dimension, he seems a little, like, crueler. He still seems, like, he's still a good person. He's not led by evil, but there is sort of, like, whatever parts of um, of evil Dale Cooper were, like, efficient and violent by necessity and sort of, like, it was all about just, like, yeah, cunning. Like, whatever, like, anything that Evil Coop did that was, even when it was an evil act, if the goal of it was some type of, Um, process to move forward in his mission, that was still Dale Cooper. Like, the way that it manifests through, like, severe violence and, like, lack of empathy, that's where evil comes in. But, like, the actions of the individual are born out of actual desire. And I think that is why the show is such an interesting look at evil, because Laura Palmer's father, um, who is, like, one of, like, the main perpetrators of her abuse and, like, her rape, it's, like, as we, we see also probably wanted to fuck his daughter. <laughs> and it's probably. not and, and it's not so much that he was infected by that's like what's so great about it. It's not it's it's not this like easy idea that like evil came to this town and entered these people and made them do things they never would. It was that like evil entered their bodies and used them as a vessel and activated the parts of them that lay dormant. Kind of like a dream. Mm-hmm. Kind of like something in like your dream state. And I think that we see Dale sort of like not be evil, but, like, officially settle into some limbo, almost maybe, like, for good, and that's why it's, like, so scary at the end when he seems so Uh. discombobulated and unsure what to do next because he also doesn't feel like he's him anymore. And it reminds me of that Diane monologue when she's just like, I'm not me, I'm not me, and she's just, like, this copy. Like, she's manufactured is the word that is used, I think, at one point. And it kind of feels like it's, like, a part of... It's almost like um, Lynch thinks of these cuz you know how he like loves mach- like the machine world and the natural world. Those are like two things he likes. He like lo- he's interested in like electricity and machinery and like mechanics and he's interested in like water and like spirituality and like the trees and all this. And it's almost like he thinks of your soul as something that is like your data. Like you can mm. copy it, you can like paste it elsewhere, but like you also like lose some of it. And it feels like Dale is, like, losing bits of his soul every time he, like, copies it, even if he's copying it for, like, a good purpose. You know what I mean? That's how I read. That's how I read his character. But That's also why it's devastating. Like, I literally was, like, in tears. (laughs) I get it. I get it. For for a show that's hard to understand, I was, like, surprised. That was the thing. Like, the information and, like, what it was and what it wasn't was so irrelevant because it felt like I just, like sort of, like, learn to think of the show as, like... To just, like, trust whatever interpretation one, like, sees in a given moment. Because regardless, like, it made me feel so... It made me feel so many things. I just, like, felt okay. so bad for these people. They're okay. so lost.
1: <laughs> Let me ask you a couple questions. Amen. And some... Okay, would you say that Twin Peaks, The Return, turned you on?
0: I would say this is, like... The horniest I've ever been for a show, like literally like I'm knocking I feel like I'm in heat. the minute it was over, I was right. literally like <sighs> I like wanted to restart the whole thing it's eighteen <laughs> hours. I wanted it's to restart a good, the cold whole shower th- yeah, I like needed a cold shower I needed like a cigarette. I was like, mama, Mia, like
1: <laughs> don't
0: leave me alone in a room. I literally wanted to restart the whole thing. it's almost it almost is as long as a full day the sun yeah, cycle like I'm a freak right okay, can you boil horny down? For sure.
1: Can you give us your be- Your favorite moment from the, from the reboot?
0: Oh my god, I have literally so many. Um, I love everything with Naomi Watts. I thought she was so good. I love mm. all of episode eight. I think episode eight is just like <laughs> unbelievable. It's so, so insane. So good. I love... Ugh, I mean, I hate what they did with Audrey, but I love it. Also, at the same time, it was it was. Did you like
1: her 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 fucking weird ass looking husband?
0: Yeah, <laughs> the Mitch. Dude,
1: <laughs> David Lynch finds the weirdest people to be in his movies.
0: It's amazing. He's such a mag. I love it. I love that moment. But my favorite moment of the whole show really is Diane's like big monologue, or like when she's explaining that night when Cooper, Dark Cooper, visits her. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's my favorite scene like, in the entire show. Right before show. she gets shot? Yes, yes. That is my favorite scene in the entire, all 18 hours, I think. Okay. Just, it's so, her acting is so good in that moment. Like, I've watched that scene so many times. I could literally, like, I feel like, like, teach a course on it. Like, the moments she breathes and, like, hold, yeah, the ones she, like, holds her breath and, like, exhales and just, like, how it escalates. Oh, my God. That whole Monologue was just so. It just took me to so. It was such a roller coaster. You go in so many places. I think that's my favorite moment. What about you? Do you have a favorite?
1: My favorite moment was when, uh, okay, my favorite moment. Let me try to remember. I really enjoyed the dude with the green fist punching out the guys in the uh, in the bar. I thought that was funny.
0: Yeah, I. The fact that he I saves that the day, like this random yeah. dude
1: weird cockney British guy with a green fist
0: literally like yeah did they even like
1: attempt to explain it or was he just like immediately thrown in as a character
0: right (laughs) and it's all in this like quick like monologue on a porch like so what are you doing here like it's my destiny like literally and it was like alright for sure (laughs) like you bet yeah
1: so I like that guy
0: he's a good one he's gonna get a spinoff for sure I see it in the air cool Yeah, I support that. But I want everyone to watch it. I literally plan on rewatching this whole thing. I'm not even kidding. Like, do I have the time? Unclear. Gonna make it happen.
1: Hmm, Cool. Hmm. Convert it to audiobook and just listen to it.
0: Oh, my God. Can you imagine? (laughs) So much silence. Scenes that go on for so long with nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Wanna light? Wanna light? Wanna light? So that's Twin Peaks. Everyone needs to watch it before I, like, jump into traffic.
1: Tornus Parkus.
0: That was Twarnu Parku. And now I think we wanted to do a new segment called What's Hot?
1: (laughs) Yeah, What's Hot?
0: You guys, what is hot? We're going to, Jack and I are just going to list some things that that we think are hot. I'm going to start. Hurricanes are hot right now.
1: Yeah, hurricanes are super hot right now. They're like so
0: in. I feel like everything's a hurricane.
1: Dude, there's another
0: one. Today, Maria. Oh, my God. Are you fucking serious?
1: No way, dude. Hurricane
0: Maria. Like, I thought Hurricane Jose was, like, the last one. There's another hurricane? No, really?
1: We skipped, we skipped all the way. We skipped K. We skipped L. We're at M. L- we skipped... and L, M and N. They all got skipped. How? Right, no, we skipped L. We skipped no, L. No, we
0: skipped L. We're at, we're at Maria. Wait, why'd we skip L?
1: Well, I think... Probably there were some storms that like would have taken up the K name, and then another storm that would have taken up the L name, but they just didn't get big enough to become things. But now we're at Hurricane Maria. We're at M.
0: I thought the I, I thought the K hurricane was Katrina. No, Why would we go to H? How does they, this they work? Would have,
1: they would. Have, they so so you know how there is so every time there's a new hurricane they they just move a letter in the alphabet and give it a new name.
0: Yes, but they move like linearly, so, correct? What do you mean? Like, they go down the line. Like, it should be like an A and then a B, Hurricane C, Hurricane D. Yeah,
1: yeah, So, So they had Hurricane Irma. Right. Then Hurricane Jose, like you said. Right. Then probably the, the they named a storm something after K, but it didn't get big enough to become newsworthy. And mm. then something similar for the L hurricane. Uh, but And then they named a, a, a storm Maria and it turned into a hurricane and now we know about it.
0: Wait, but does that mean since Katrina, we've gone all the way down the alphabet and back to K already? Like, why did Katrina Probably. skip the line way back in the day? We've had that
1: many hurricanes? Probably a couple, it didn't skip the line. It was, just, it was just up. It just happened to be the K hurricane that hit. New I'm
0: stressed. That is, wow. so where's this new one hitting? Like, you guys, hurricanes are hot right now.
1: Caribbean. I heard it was going to, like, maybe hit the Caribbean.
0: No. It, was ju- it, like, destroyed St. Martin.
1: Yeah, I mean that's where they they hit is like along the east coast and like in the in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh but my god! Right. Good call. Hurricanes super hot right now.
0: Hurricanes are like sexy right now. They're like hurricanes are having like an L fanning moment.
1: Yeah. Right,
0: like here. I feel like hurricanes okay. are, like the L fanning of storms. Thoughts? Yeah, I think yeah. It's a
1: good. I think it's a good point.
0: Love Elle that. Fanning. I can see. Yeah, it. you see it. She even looks like a hurricane. I don't know about that. Let's not push it. Um, what do you think is hot right now? Tell me what okay, is hot. Your,
1: super hot right now is controversy on YouTube. Oh, tell me. Okay, so you know, YouTube obviously it's a huge website, billions of users. I've heard of the it. The most, subs- the most subscribed to creator is this Swedish kid named PewDiePie. You ever heard of him?
0: Yeah, is he the ger- or is he the, is he the kid who like screams at video games?
1: Yes, he's this kid who screams at video games.
0: And he's, like, the most successful, right? He makes, like, millions of dollars.
1: He has 55 million subscribers, and, yeah, he probably makes, like, $5 million a year. I don't know. Okay. Like, and put a gun in my mouth. he videos every day. Okay. okay. So, the other day, this kid was playing a video game, and they do this thing where, like, he's playing with a bunch of people, and he's just got a camera on himself, and he's reacting to the game. Okay. And so he's in the middle of doing this, and he just... Scr- some Someone does something to him that he doesn't like, and he goes... What an, what, a, what a fucking N word. Like, with a hard R at the end.
0: No. <laughs> no.
1: So, so, so this Just mother- casually? Yeah. Just, like, and he immediately, you could tell, like, as he says it, you could tell that he's like, oh, I fucked up
0: bad. You can see it in bad. his face. Like, he wasn't like, what's wrong with it? He was like, oh, yeah. Like, as he's saying it. No.
1: He tried to, I think he tried to, like, play it
0: off, like, nothing happened.
1: Uh, But you could tell, like, internally that he was like, oh, God. Because this dude is, like, backed by huge brands, right, on YouTube. Right. Like, a ton of people have been affected by... He was in the news earlier a couple months back because he made some jokes about Jewish people that were taken out of context and people were calling
0: him Nazi. Oh, Uh, shit. So now are all these brands separating from him? What's the tea? Yeah. Well, but it's like, dude, like... If you're going to say that while
1: you're live casting, just that must just easily come out of his mouth every time that he's like not live, right? I mean, if 100. You say
0: so like that. 100. This tells me two things. One, you use the word a little too freely because it's coming out so easily. And two, you're like, after all this time and like all these brands are putting their money in you because they think that you are, relatively speaking, a professional at whatever it is you think you do. Like, even if you do use this word all the time, in terms of just like, good business you better not accidentally say it like this just means this dude's an amateur at his job yeah. and he's a racist which is but bo- it's both
1: it's, bad <laughs> yeah it's just like this dude yeah that's the only thing that i keep thinking about like what an asshole like this guy probably is a racist like actually feels that way and the only thing i can keep thinking of is like what an amateur what, a what amateur an amateur,
0: this guy amateur. Is? What an amateur. Why are they paying you? The like, It's quite literally, like, what are we paying yeah. you for? Like, so literally. Hilarious. Like, I'm sorry to say, like, do we really, really, really think that there's, like, not one single racist person who, like, does, like, on-camera news? Like, for real. Like, you're telling me, like, the okay. local Alabama, like, the local news channel isn't filled with, like, on-air talent who, like, might use the N-word in, like, a violent way and yet know better to not say it on TV? Like, I feel bad for these brands who were like, you know what, we took a risk making this kid a millionaire, assuming that, like, this breed of YouTube star is, like, comparable to the types of, like, performers who spend years honing, like, a quote-unquote craft. Like, let's just trust that they're not going to, like, make our brands look bad, and let's make them the new kind of ambassador. Like, are you fucking kidding? (laughs) Like, this dude is a nightmare.
1: he had like a an apology video, but it was super cringeworthy, and I couldn't watch it.
0: Oh God! What is he saying? Is he just like I'm sorry, or like whatever that act, whatever his Yeah,
1: it's like uh, he's like it was just like so bad. I couldn't even watch it. Uh, he's like, I usually judge people really hard when I play video games and hear them using that word. Like, all right, guy.
0: Like, oh, nice. Like, killer, killer. But anyway, Excuse. he still releases,
1: so he's released like seven videos since, and he still averages like three million views per video.
0: Yeah, but what brands have, like, act, have issued a statement about, like, separating from him? Any?
1: Oh, uh, let me see. Let me see if I get an ad when I click on one of his videos.
0: Oh, is that how it works?
1: Yeah. You can whatever ad the you get? That play. Like, whenever, whatever ads play during the video is the ones that he's making money off of.
0: I'm so nervous. 7-1-1. I swear to God, if it's Target. Welcome to what is sort of like a new do you hear him? Oh, that's him.
1: Yeah. A- okay. It's an ad roll. So maybe he, maybe he's not monetizing any of these videos, which would be weird.
0: Oh, yes, interesting. No,
1: it's on a different one, and still no ad roll. This please weird, don't,
0: dude. please don't tell me that like people I love are sponsored with him. I'll be so sad if I can't like shop at Target anymore. I literally okay, love fine. Target.
1: What if Target's entire marketing department was threw all of its money behind PewDiePie?
0: Oh my god, what the hell would I do? I love Target.
1: Dude, fuck Target. Fuck Target. Target fucking sucks.
0: What? Target sucks ass. Target? Yeah. you never had a good experience at Target.
1: Not one time have I ever enjoyed going to Target. Not once. I
0: I am literally on the phone with the ACLU right now. I love Target! (laughs) I love Target. So well lit. So well organized. Incredible.
1: So would you say Target's hot?
0: Target been hot. Stays hot. I've been obsessed with Target forever. I love Target. I feel like it's only gotten better. Honestly, like the minute I went to Europe and went to like what? really cool, clean like German grocery stores, I was like, "Um, the only reason this place is cool is because it looks just like Target." It has like Are a you weird. You
1: blacked out right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm what? Se- I'm Target's serious. It's only
1: gotten better.
0: I'm as serious as satellite radio. You bet. You don't think Are it's you gotten better? Up?
1: <laughs> Are you high? It's gotten worse. It's gotten so much worse.
0: Sober as a kite, girl. No, it's only gotten bigger. Dude, it it looks like
1: it's gotten bigger, and then like it just looks depressing because everything's empty. It's just empty shelves. No one's there. The the dress people have like stains on their shirt. They're like the employees like hate their lives. You like Target?
0: There's like a three arms like radioactive cannibal baby like getting changed in a dressing room like.
1: They had to shut down the, 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 like, the garden nursery. They don't sell <laughs> plants anymore.
0: They've actually quarantined the area because it's been taken over by, like, a new species of dog. Yeah. Don't right, go in it's there. It's like, better. Ugh. Okay. Um, I haven't, maybe I haven't been to one in a long time. <laughs> I went to one in Connecticut, and it was a dream. We oh, quickly stopped. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Anytime we go to Tar- Target, like, going to Target is my Twin Peaks. Like, I think I'm going for, like, Five minutes, grabbing one thing, cut to, I kid you not, three hours later, I've spent like the equivalent of like a small half of a paycheck on who knows what. Like, when we were going to Connecticut, I realized the weather was nice. There was a pool at the place we were going. I was like, can we stop at Target? I need to buy some swim trunks I didn't even think to buy, like or I didn't think to pack. Like Let's just stop. We'll be like five minutes. I'm not kidding. Two hours later, I walked out with like three shirts, like a bag of like rye chips, a huge soda, like a DVD, like one of those DVDs that's like two movies in one. It was like The Mask and like Son of Mask. It was like, what do I, what? I not even buy it. It it was literally, I walked out with so much stuff and was like, where did, why is the sunset? Like, it was so intense. What year is it? I love it. it. Yeah, like, what year is this? Wait, that's literally me when I walk out of a Target. I love Target. Mm -hmm. But this is a good segue to... An app that wants to replace the experience of being in places buying things, which is this garbage ass bodega app. Can we talk about it?
1: Wait, are we still? Is this the? Is this still what's hot? Are you saying this bodega app is hot?
0: I'm saying, but, oh no, bodega hat, bodega app is not hot. Bodega app is not okay, hot. Okay. Do you have another hot? We pause bodega hat. app.
1: Uh, I want to hear hat. about your hot take. Your take can be hot.
0: Yeah, this take is hot, but it's also everyone's take, I hope. What are they doing? Are you kidding? Bodega app? It's a vending machine. What are you talking about? What the hell are they talking about?
1: <laughs> so, wait, how does it work?
0: So, this app, or whatever, it's not even an app, I don't think. It's just like a startup, like a tech startup. I'm just going to call any tech startup an app. Um, they want to, they, it's called Bodega, and basically they like provide, I guess, and there is an app associated, I think. They want to provide like hotels and like luxury apartments or whatever, like new apartments with this sort of like, it's literally a vending machine. It just looks like this long mid-century modern dresser with like a glass front. Inside are different things you might buy at like a corner store, like a 7 It's like candy, um, like gum, shampoo. I mean, like, are you hearing this? This Condams. is not revolutionary. Condams. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. Um, what else? Like detergent, like that kind of like quick buy stuff. And they I guess you would be able to access it and unlock it using the bodega app. And you would like buy these items. I mean, this is like I think what and if like you they're a sandwich. Exactly. Like the audacity of even calling this garbage a bodega, like unless the top of this like cute little thing is like a burning hot grill, like a cast iron grill, which would be really great, PS. Then this is not a bodega. Like what are you talking yeah. about? Just like the audacity it makes me so mad
1: okay well that take was definitely really hot
0: no i just cannot first of all i cannot believe people are using the term bodega this is like an east coast specific like i've used that term with my west coast friends and they don't know what we're talking about and it's a really specific thing we're making you a chopped cheese bitch love you. But long as there are stars above you, you never need to doubt it. I'll make you so sure about it. God only knows- my double tongue... I don't even know what to say about this. Like, my double tongue is for this entire... It- Entire like weird celebrity industrial complex that seems like it's about to be born out of the Trump administration. Like, it was bad enough when Scaramucci like was interviewed by Stephen Colbert. Even though Colbert sort of like shtick when he announced it was like, Can you fucking believe it? Like we invited him and didn't anticipate he would actually say yes. Like Scaramucci's coming. Like that was the entire tone of the announcement. But last night at the Emmys, Sean Spicer is brought on to do. Like a like a shtick. It's like he's pretty much doing his impression of Melissa McCarthy doing an impression of him at the Emmys. It's like a movable podium, and like the font for the Emmys is similar to like the font for the. It's just like a Times New Roman. You know, it's a more official governmental font. So it's literally it's like mimic. It's like it's like him on her turf doing what she did of, of him, right? And this is a, classic. The old bait and switch. And this is. Um, After Sean Spicer, who's been interviewed about this impression that Melissa McCarthy did multiple times and has said it's like, he said it was kind of mean and, like, you know, like, didn't really like it, thought it was rude, didn't sound like him. Like, bitch, it does sound like it. You have, like, your voice is literally, like, twinkly. I mean, like, come on. Um, Like, this dude has, like, no, has had no real sense of humor about it. I don't know if he's implied that it cost him his job, but it didn't, it didn't not. Um, Like, Trump was, Trump being the, like, misogynist that he is was, like, was, like, it's been reported as sort of, like, was disgraced by the fact that his, like, um, that his, like, press secretary would be played by a woman and that it implies that he's not manly enough. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's like an insane... It's, like, I mean, I don't even want to like, get it. It's not even worth musing that. Um, but, like, you know, just in that sort of, like, male locker room talk type of, like, mentality, of course it's, like, double insulting to have, like, a woman play you. Sure. But I'm absolutely, like... I'm serious. Like, I am not even remotely here for whatever whatever the Emmys think that was about. Like, I don't understand what the taste situation there is. I don't understand who the joke's on. I don't understand what they think Sean Spicer represents now that he's out of the White House. I'm not even confident that I know, like... Like, look, this is... Who who plays it? It's an NBC award show, right? Am I correct? Am I incorrect? It's C. Oh, it's CB- It's CBS. Okay, fine, CBS. I mean, like, I mean, look, like, all of these networks. I I don't, I don't even know where to start with this dude. Like, I was I'm so angry that they invited him. I'm so angry that they invited him because it's almost as if the media and these it's as if they didn't learn a fucking lesson from this election that like. Their tendency to normalize—they don't—they take no responsibility for this outcome, and it's like I'm not gonna like hurrah hurrah a fucking Meryl speech, Meryl Streep Golden Globe anti-Trump speech ever again. If like that same platform is given to making Sean Spicer seem like a lovable guy who is like disgraced, yeah, it's like are you kidding me? Like how tone deaf do you have to be? Like what exactly is like the optic that you're trying to do? I don't even get who the joke was on. Him or Melissa McCarthy? Trump? Like, what, what is that? I don't even understand. I'm actually, like, speechless. It makes me... It's so tone deaf. It's, It's like, the, It's like bad from a comedy level because all it is is, like, right? Like, it's literally just, like, um, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, like, someone else pointing at him, like, you guys, it's like, re- re- like a few months ago, do you do what I'm talking about? It's like that. It's like there's not even a joke here. Like, I don't know. I think that, like, This should go without saying. And if like the liberal elite want to like actually try to mend the gap that this election has like highlighted, which is that this entire left side of the country exists in these in just as diametrically opposed a sphere as like the right, which is that like these people think they're doing good things and yet they're completely tone deaf about like who is at like Sean Spicer's job was essentially to defend and communicate the behavior of somebody that Hollywood is telling me they're against, right? So, by making a mockery of his complicitness in that role, and bringing him into that room and having him participate in a joke that presumably was written by a bunch of left-leaning joke writers, like I just like they should be ashamed of themselves, in my opinion. Yeah, like,
1: libs burn in hell.
0: Burn like absolutely like, burn like turn the heat up. Lock the door. Let's go full carry. I wish I could do, like, an Inglorious Bastards moment. Like, I was... I'm furious. I'm furious. It makes me... It's They're so tone deaf. It's like, you guys don't get it. You guys don't get it. Like, you guys can, like... All of these idiots who, like, win an award... Like, I don't care how many of, like, these motherfuckers from, like, Handmaid's Tale go up there and, like, think that by winning this award they're, like, making some change or, like reminding us, like, the world is a hop, skip and a jump away from this dystopian nightmare, and, like, we have to gather, and, like, thank you for, like, acknowledging this pressing need through awarding our art. It's like, fuck all y'all. Like, you guys shared the sa- the same stage that just, like, normalized this Sean Spicer Jr. Now what? He's gonna be, like, a co-host on Jeopardy. <laughs> He's gonna be, like, skating with the stars. Like, it's Would just you like to awful. have seen
1: people walk out of the theater?
0: I you want to know what I would have liked to have seen? I would have liked to have seen yeah. that entire auditorium stand up and turn their back to him. That's what I want.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want I want an actual act of resistance. Like you guys are gonna talk about you guys like hate Trump as like what an optic or as like as, as somebody who's on the left like an obligation. I don't know. Like as much as we hate Michael Moore, like what do you think Michael Moore would have done if he was front row at the Emmys and he saw Sean Spicer giving like a doing like a a tight 10. You know what I mean? Like, I think you would have, like, yeah. booed him. I think he would have walked out. Because he has, like, a little bit more vert. I just feel like none of these people got any nerve. And, like, or, worse, they're, they're all, stupid. They're yeah. all stupid. Like...
1: No, there's probably a little both.
0: little of both, right? I mean, was George Clooney there? Yeah. <laughs> Did George Clooney walk out? Like, who are these, like, who are the liberals that I'm supposed to assume are a little better than the others? Because, like, Maybe I just... Maybe
1: you should look at the guest list for the Emmys and now, like, boycott
0: the right. individuals. I mean... Right, I mean, like, was was Eva Longoria, America Ferrera, like, were they just sitting there watching? Because, like, like I just want to know, like, where is the Venn diagram? Like, do I need to look for like like Mexican American liberal people in Hollywood to expect better? Do I need to look for like what like who like like was Neil Patrick Harris like just chilling there? Like, who like where is my resistance at? Because it kind of seemed to me like I don't know. I just I think don't you're get it.
1: Being a little harsh on who I understand your aunt, well. I think it's. It's not really fair to criticize people who just happen to be there. It's okay to get pissed at, like, Stephen Colbert, who I think is the one who invited Spicer.
0: I mean, I don't think any one anyone... Pro- I mean, this is, like, a whole... Okay, if it's Stephen Colbert, I'm mad at Stephen Colbert, people approve it. Stephen Colbert does not go, like, sh- send an Uber for someone and then, like, walk them through the door. This is the Emmys. Like, it's an entire... It's a beast of an awards show to plan. There's a producer, you know what I mean? Like, the producers of awards show, they win Emmys. The whole thing. Yeah. So even if it was his idea, like... I would hope. I would hope, especially like, because this is also something I hold SNL accountable for. And I don't want to like keep going for too long, but like you know, I think all the all of this shit is like really cute. Like Alec Baldwin. Oh, Alec Baldwin won an award last night, essentially for his Trump impression, right? Mm. Like that award was basically like good work, soldier. (laughs) That you know, like this, you know, it's the same way Tina Fey won for like Sarah Palin, but it was less dire because Sarah Palin was a joke. She wasn't actually running this country, and SNL had Trump as a A host. Like, I just don't think there's any sort of, like, consistency in, like, what Hollywood wants to think. They're not radical. So what I want is for, like, either all of those actors to, like, shut the fuck up and not say anything political ever again. Or if they're going to, like, use their three minutes to, like, self-aggrandizingly seem like a revolutionary so that, like, their clip goes viral on Facebook the next day, then they better stand up and turn their back on Sean Spicer during a comedy act. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Shailene Woodley.
0: Yes, Shailene Woodley. Like, I'm glad you smell like sandalwood, but are you going to actually do anything? Probably wore Birkenstocks tight. You're one of us. Get up. Leave.
1: She gets paid by the man, just like the rest of us. Just
0: like the rest of them. Like, at this point, it's sort of like the liberal elite are, like, just as fucking awful as, like, the conservative elite because they're hypocrites. This is, like, the hypocritical thing. You know what I mean? It's true. It's like, this is the kind of shit that reminds you, like, oh, yeah, none of these... None of these famous parents are sending their kids to public schools. Like, these people are just not, they're in our world, and they, like, speak on behalf of us, and at the end of the day, I wish, like, the entire world, like country was populated with people who at least had their, like, common sense and their, like, you know, empathy. Like, these people care about the things they care about, but they don't actually, like, have the wherewithal to, like, even think that was fucked up or, like, do something about it. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it's no—it's almost the one-year anniversary of Trump's election. Sean Spicer's job didn't end like didn't end that long ago. This dude's not in my memory, okay? Like when these not when the nominees for these Emmys came out, like Sean Spicer was still working for Trump. I'm just—I was so—I just couldn't figure it out. I'm like so mad. I'm like indignant. This is Taylor Swift level. Yeah, you're I'm hella pissed right breath. now. Yeah, dude. I'm on that Taylor Swift like body heat moment. My face is red.
1: Hmm. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's fucked up. And it's true, there's just going to be people who keep getting paid off of Trump thing. Especially him. First and foremost, DJT.
0: All of these people just want this moment to pass. That's all they want. That's the thing that makes me angry. They just want it to pass, and they just want to sort of, like, make light of the people that are no longer associated with them. Sean Spicer, like, had this job, he was fired, like, he's now, like, a survivor of the Trump administration. Like, Alec Baldwin's a soldier for the resistance, Sean Spicer is, like, a refugee from, like, the Trump crowd. Like, this is their idea of sort of, like, smoothing the waters. It's like, this is a serious thing. Like, this administration is, like, actually, like, they're not wreaking havoc in an abstract sense. Like, it's not hypothetical, <laughs> you know? Like, Sean Spicer is, like, Sean Spicer was a communicator. He spoke for the president. It's like, I don't know. Like
1: I get it. I agree. Like, was
0: Ava Braun going to be on Laughing in the 60s? What's the plan? I'm just like yeah, really Ava you lost Brown me would have
1: been laughing yeah
0: was she gonna was she gonna take was Ava braun gonna be the first female late night host after Carson was that she the was plan the first,
1: she was yeah she was gonna be the first uh, playboy cover girl
0: yeah I heard that I heard that Ava braun got a Netflix deal she did mm-hmm I'm excited to see it
1: well okay so you know look we can't pretend we're too mad because the fucking Emmys is also getting the good friend of the week isn't it
0: yeah, the Emmys are awesome though because, like, at the end of the day, like, I was so proud. <laughs> I was so I just like love the Emmys. I just feel like they take like such good risks. And Ju- my girl Julia Louis Dreyfus won again. Love her, Big Little Lies. Oh yeah, she
1: won for. Oh, and uh, Donald Glover won for like first time a black director has ever won uh, best director, right?
0: Yes, That's the cool. first. Yes, yes. Atlanta got a lot of love, but I'm not trying to be mean. This Sean Spicer put a bad taste in my mouth. But yes. We got that. We got some love for Master of None um, for best writing. One of the worst episodes in history of Black Mirror. San Junipero somehow won like two Emmys last night. The internet like loves it. I don't understand like what the deal is. People love that episode. I don't know if you've I like seen that it. You do? I don't. I like honestly like I don't like it because I mostly didn't get it. Like I couldn't follow it. Like. I don't know. I need to maybe watch it again because something was really lost on me the first time and then the internet lost its mind. And a part of me is a little like, y'all just love it because it's about lesbians, but maybe I'll watch it and like, it's, and, like try to re-understand oh, nice it.
1: God. It's not even that hardcore lesbian. It's not even like girls making out.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's true. It's, it's only lesbian if they're making out. Um, other than that, they're just hey. like good friends. Um, no, but it seems like they're just good friends. You don't even get that
1: much like, you know, girl and girl action. Just right. it. It's a nice story. It's a cool story. I would advise rewatching it.
0: Are you sure? Because it's as of right now, I don't consciousness.
1: get it. It's super interesting.
0: And it's about like an old woman in like an old home, like projecting like real memories or like creating Sus- fake memories. No, it's
1: it's suspended consciousness. Imagine, imagine in the future, you're able to to put your brain as it is now into like a little computer, and you could just live for the rest of time. That's what they're enacting.
0: Yeah, but it's like, I see. And then who, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then who's, like, the other girl?
1: It's, like, two old ladies.
0: And how do you, like, merge those consciousnesses together?
1: It's all in, like, one, imagine if, like, everybody went to the same chat room. It's, like, everybody had a virtual uh, in, AOL instant messenger, but instead of typing, you're able to, like, live there.
0: I see. And why did it keep ending? Why was there, like, a ticking clock? Why can't everyone well, because- just Because...
1: It, it's like a subscription program, except for there's, like, mm. a, a period of time every week that you're allowed to try it out until a certain time.
0: Got it. Because also at a certain point, then you're just, like, in a coma, in, like, a weird coma.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. And then, But then there's, like, the option of, oh, okay, so if you're, like, instead of dying, you can just straight up, uh, you know, your body will die, but your brain will live on in this in this place forever.
0: Why is that, like, so yes. scary to me? I mean, like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna maybe okay. rewatch it again, but... But it got a lot. It got it won two awards last night. Not negligible. Um, yeah. So yeah, Emmys get some. You know, yeah, Emmys. Certain people in the Emmys got some recognition. Laura Dern, I was really happy about. Donna Glover, I was happy about. Julie Louis Dreyfus, just give her everything. I'm like obsessed. Um, right. Anne Dowd, Elizabeth Moss, even though like Scientologist, like Handmaid's Tale in general winning. <laughs> Atlanta. It was a good year. It was actually a really good year for some for the winners. It was a lot of people who just like. Like, really, like, it was, like, a lot of, um, the up-and-comers. It wasn't that old guard that keeps snagging. Like, it was, like, modern family. <laughs> like, more John Hamm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Crypt Keeper's hands were, like, out of the voting booth, where it wasn't, it wasn't, like, you know. Yeah, like, it has to be somebody who's won eight times before. The only real repeat winner was Louis Dreyfus, and she, like, broke a record. So that still felt, like, really she monumental. She deserves everything. She's, like... Thank God for V, Dude, thank God. It's like put her in like the pantheon of like important female comedians that I always like, I always consider her to be, but didn't like, that Seinfeld curse felt like it wasn't going to do her any favors. Yeah. And then she figured it out and I'm so happy about it. She's my favorite. She's my favorite. I love her so much. She's such, she's like a little comedic genius. I think that one. Um... And now I have a sc- I have a screening tonight, which I will surely talk about next week. For what? Yabette what, bitch? For a Battle of the Sexes with Emma Stone and Steve Carell. Uh, the Emma tennis. Emma Stone and Steve Carell. Tennis movie. Right. You like that? Classic. My real debate now is tennis. Yeah, you know I love tennis.
1: What's your real debate?
0: My debate is whether I should sneak halal into the theater or wait until it's over and get it after.
1: To see what?
0: To sneak halal food into the theater or wait oh. until after?
1: <laughs> Definitely wait until after, you ass. You I'd be so pissed if the dude next to me was eating <laughs> fucking a big plate of halal, guys.
0: <laughs> and it's like a it's pri- it's like a, it's like a private screening, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't be an ass. That's worse, I think, yeah. <laughs> and bitch, you know I'd get like lamb over rice, like a falafel. Not today. I want like the stanch. Yeah. Well, well, good
1: luck with that. I'm sure it's going to be tight.
0: Yeah, you think so? I'm nervous. Yeah. Daddy's nervous. Goo goo ga Do you think it'll be good? Do you know much yeah. about the story? Yeah. So next week, we're going to talk about Battle of the Sexes. I'll provide the cinematic context after you provide the historical story.
1: Do you want to spoil it right now in two seconds? They both
0: die. No, don't tell me. I actually don't know. I don't know anything about the story. <laughs> so don't, tell me. don't tell me what happens. You were right.
1: You were right. No, they both right. die, right? Okay. On court.
0: <laughs> on the court, yeah, or actually, I think
1: simultaneous heart attacks.
0: This is the movie where like they're like pat, they're hitting the ball back, and then suddenly like oh, there's a lightning storm. The light hits the tennis ball, the lightning, and they switch bodies, and it's like Freaky Friday. Yeah, I'm pretty That's excited. Pretty so it's gonna be it's a weird one, yeah. So we'll talk yeah. about that next week. And cool, I'm excited. Until then, my gods, my children. Yeah,
1: until then, B movie, right?
0: Just a sweet little E-me-me-me. give a little time for the child within
1: you don't be afraid to be young and free Unto the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you la, 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 la. give a little time for the child within you don't be afraid to be young and free undo the locks and the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run through the bed and scare up the milking cows run down the beach kicking clouds of
0: sand walk a windy weather day feel your face blow away stop and listen love you